couple years down the road, uh, you're living in the Bay Area. Yeah? Yeah. What made me move out there? Your, uh, your wife. My wife? Yeah, your wife, her family has, uh, has uh, some land out there. Okay. And uh, they had a house that, uh, like an old house in the Bay Area that her grandmother had, and she recently passed away. And instead of, you know, getting rid of it, they wanted to keep it in the family. And you guys had just gotten married. And oh wow, you know, you're what better way, you know, to keep it in the family and then to really help somebody out than by passing along to the two of you. What's the family's name? Uh what's her name first? I guess your her name is. Clarissa Hotchkiss. Wow. Yeah. Her family, um, her family created instant coffee. <laughs> her, yeah. her great grandfather, Norm Hotchkiss, was Norm Hotchkiss. Yeah, he was voted the most impatient man in Topeka. <laughs> Wait, they had a a, a, a competition for this? I wouldn't call it a competition. Or like a write-in? He was voted the most impatient man at Topeka. It was that well known. What was his reaction to that? Uh, he was not pleased. <laughs> but that fire, you know, that he had of, uh, you know, his, his lack of patience, he wanted his coffee now, God damn it. That's <laughs> what he'd say every morning. He'd go, I want my coffee now, God damn it. Why is he so impatient? He's just, that's how he's wired, dude. Does he know that he's impatient? Yeah. You know, does he try to work on it? No. Is he? He said. He says, "I'm living the way the Lord made me." <laughs> is he like beyond that? Is he a well liked guy, or is he a, is he a good person? Or? I mean, it's it gets in the way of a lot of his personal relationships. Either way, so this drive of impatience, uh, you know, they say <laughs> necessity is the mother of of, uh, of invention. Of invention. Well, he just needs his coffee faster. So by God, he created instant coffee. Sure. Instant coffee swept the nation off of its fucking feet. And the Hotchkiss family was there to reap the rewards. <laughs> Clarissa Hotchkiss comes from a little bit of money. You guys decide we're going to settle down. The Bay Area is nice. Sure. You've already got a place there. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's going to help out a lot. You're going to find your way. How did I meet this woman? Uh, <laughs> you were doing a... Uh, you were announcing a bull riding competition, like <laughs> a, like a mechanical bull riding competition. You were like the MC of this event, where it's like a mechanical bull riding competition. The winner got seventeen thousand dollars. Seventeen large. Seventeen large was the prize. Wow. How it, did it go? It went good. Uh, Clarissa just like rode that fucking bull in a way that made you feel things. Jeez, you hadn't felt before. You knew that first night that that was a, a woman you'd want to spend the rest of your life with. Really? Yeah. How did I introduce myself? You, uh, I mean, you were just killing it that night. You were a hell of an MC. You had everybody in the palm of your hand. Wow. You know, you just, you did a great job. You were peak Pat Dean. Oh, wow. You crushed all okay. night long. People were buying you drinks. You know, they're sending you $20 tips for you to sing a song. Oh, geez. People are just like really into it. You're you're killing it. And I, do I have fun doing this? You have a great time. That's Okay. It's a, that's great, cool. it's a great night. You get real fucked up. Sounds like a great gig. They feed you. You get to judge this bull riding competition. And you get to see Clarissa Hotchkiss in all of her bull riding glory. <laughs> and nothing 
in your entire life has ever ignited a fire in you Ugh. like this. Yeah. The whole room was dead silent when she rode that bowl. <laughs> dead silent? Not a fucking peep. What's the response when she's done? Outstanding applause. A window breaks. What? Yeah, just the sheer force of the initial clap. Just shattered a window. It was an old window, but still, you know. So at the end, of you obviously, you announce her the winner. You raise her hand. You feel an instant spark between the two of you. Wow. She looked over at you and kind of bit her bottom lip. And oh, you knew, dude. That's weird. It was on. Okay. And now we're together. You went home together that night and pretty much every night thereafter. Wow. It was a whirlwind romance. It was a beautiful wedding on the beach. What does she look like? She is five foot ten. Okay. She's tall. She has uh, jet black hair. Emerald green eyes. beautiful bone structure a body that just won't quit you're madly in love so you move out to the bay area right <laughs> okay am i still doing comedy <clears throat> um not as much mm. you know and it's it's like you're okay with it you know you're excited to move on to this next phase of your life so you're out there being real domestic in the Bay Area. You're uh, doing some yard work on your new house. You got this old stump that's kind of in the corner of the yard. That's just like an eyesore. And you're always like, how come nobody ever got rid of that stump? And she was always like, I don't know. It was just there, you know. So you're, that's like one of the projects you're going to do. You're going to okay. You're gonna get rid of the stump. You're going to clear uh, a big patch of brush out in the back and see what's back there. You're, uh, you're planning on building like a little raised garden bed. You're going to do some gardening. Beautiful weather. So you've got like some to-do list stuff to do. you got some time off. You start clearing the brush, getting the bed in there, start grinding the stump. You're really like transforming the place. So you're like, have you ever ground a stump down before? No. So there's a couple different ways to do it, but they have like a stump grinder. It's just what it sounds like. You know, they'll, they'll zip it down and you'll keep just a grinder that'll get rid of all that shit until it's level with the ground and you can burn it out or pull it out, whatever. So you're grinding this stump one day and uh, the machine's doing its thing. Do I name the machine? What's that? Can I name the machine? Machine's already named. What's it called? The <laughs> Stumpalizer 9000. Oh, man. And I can't just rename it? You can if you want. You can assign a name to it. If you yeah, want. can I do that? Yeah, what do you name it? Tooth Nasher. So you're uh, out there hovering over the stump, your foe. You imagine Tooth Nasher in your hands. Hell you yeah. turn it on. You hear the whir of the blade. You feel it make contact, and it shakes your body. <laughs> it turns you on a little bit. Oh, no. After about 15 seconds, you just hear a voice going, ah, just screaming. Jeez. I turn off Tooth Nash and I look around. You you look around. You don't see anybody. I shout, hello? He goes, get this thing off of me. What? Get this thing off of me. I look around to see who it is. You hear it? It's coming from beneath you. Oh, okay. All right. It's coming from beneath me. I guess I, I look down at the at the stump. Wide-eyed. So you remove the you remove tooth nasher from the stump, and there in 
the stump is a face. It's got a ma- it's got man's features, and it looks and he goes, "Oh, thank God." He takes a big breath. He goes, "I've been down here for so long." He's just uh just panting. You see, he's got two bright blue eyes. So it's just a face. Yeah, it's like in the wood of the stump, but it's definitely a face with human-like features. Is it? On, is it? Are the eyes on top of it or on? Yeah, the it's st- like it's like looking down at a face. Okay, sure. Okay, cool. Blue eyes. He tells you, sir, I beg of you. Your assistance is dire. He says, I've been trapped here for millennia. Who the fuck are you? He goes, I was once king of this land. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a name? He goes, my name was King Douglas Fur. Douglas Fur? <laughs> yes. King Douglas Fur. I was the most respected king of this uh, of, of these parts. Doug Fur. Douglas King Douglas Fur. Okay. Well, what the fuck could you possibly want from he me? He goes, I was trapped here by a wizard thousands of years ago. That sucks. He goes, I need you to get me out. He goes, will you help me? Yeah. He says, it's very simple. He was the bark that's on this stump is what's binding me here. Oh, geez. He goes, if you can take this bark and burn it, you'll have to burn the layer underneath that. Under, un, so under, so I have to get rid of the bark. Get rid of the bark, and then, and then the first layer underneath, and I'll be free. Can Tooth Nasher do that? Because you need to do it with your hands. This is wild. So hold on. He says, but when you burn the bark... You'll be granted a wish. Okay. Um. So this is so strange. Tell me more about yourself. I I just I need to know. I'm not going insane. He goes. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I was a king here thousands of years Who ago. Who trapped you here? A wizard. Yeah. A, a wizard trapped me here. What, what What did the wizard look like? He had a. Uh, had an eye patch. <laughs> an eye patch? And a silver cowl. Weird. And a long black cape. What was his name? I never got his name. Why did he, like, what did you do? Why he was he... after my kingdom. It was the biggest in all of the land. And was... this is in the Bay Area. Yes. You had the largest kingdom in the Bay Area. Yes. All right. Um, I guess at this point I go, I might be losing my mind. I might be having a breakdown, but you look down at that bark and you see it just kind of sparkle a little bit. (laughs) I go, I'm in dude. I'm your man. He goes, okay. Peel my bark. Sure. It'll grant you a wish. Okay. I, I peel away. So you start peeling the bark. He's like, Oh, Oh, He's into it. All right. With every peel of that bark, you see his eyes just clench up. He bites his lip. <laughs> you feel the earth shake a little bit beneath you. Okay. I try to do it as quickly as possible. You gather all the bark. Yeah. And he says, do you want to burn it now? Yeah. Okay. Your wife's gone. 
You have a little fire pit out back. Sure. You dump it all in there. Okay. It lights up immediately. Jeez. That's creepy. You see an eye, just an eyeball. In the fire? Yeah. Is it scary? Yeah. Oh, no. What do you say to it? I go, uh, hey, I'm Pat. Are you here to grant me a wish? Doesn't say anything. Oh, yeah, because I still did. Well, have I gotten rid of the second layer of bark yet? No. Okay, so I go back and I do that. Well, the, the stuff's burning. So gonna, I, have, gonna, I have to wait or are you gonna leave it? Or are you gonna are you leave it or are you gonna tell what you want? I look at the eye and I ask for world peace. The eye blinks. The fire goes out. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you do? I go, that was fucking weird. And I walk back to um the stump and I go, so I have to get rid of this next layer of skin? yes he goes this this will release me from my spell he goes it'll uh it'll take my life but i can finally be free all right man he was the last time he was thank you so much I've, I've been in that bark for hundreds of years jeez he was the last guy I took it and just let it keep growing and kept using it as wishes what do you mean he was the bark comes back oh so you basically just kept me alive to use me for wishes. For infinite wishes. Yeah. That sucks, man. He was, yeah, it was not a fun, gosh, 700 years. Who was the, whoa. Yeah. Who was the guy? He was, I can't speak his name. What? It's a curse he put upon me. Can you write it down? He was, I, I don't have hands, unfortunately. My branches have been gone for many years. Cool. All right. Well, uh, this has been a very weird day. So I, I just gave, said my wish. Does it, does it come true now? He goes, well, I guess. He goes, are you going to free me from this? Well, yeah. What happens after I get rid of the second layer? Do you do it? Yeah, I would. So you dig your fingers in? It's like the, the next layer in? Yeah. And he goes, I can't tell you how much this means to me. Yeah. I was put through hell. Sounds like it. Being a, a wish, just a, a wish well. Is that all I was? You see that he kind of starts to tear up. Sap pours out of the <laughs> out of the top. That sucks. He goes, Pat, thank you. You're welcome. I think I would taste the sap. You taste it? It's the sweetest, oh. tastiest sap you could ever hope to imagine. Wow. He says, there's nothing better on pancakes, I'm told. <laughs> Who told you that? He was people tell me things. Okay. You see that there uh, it's leaking a lot of sap. He goes, I'm just so happy. You go inside, you get a little uh a little bowl and a knife, and you scoop it in there, you save it for later. Cool. So you dig your fingers into that outermost layer, and this time it hurts him. And this time he just screams as you start to like work your way around, taking out the next layer. Would you stop and say anything to him? I go, you okay? He goes, just keep going. I'll He's just, just screaming. Going. I would go, as I'm doing I go, can you handle this? Sap is just pouring out. I go, can you handle this? He's not answering. He's just screaming. He's not saying no. He's in so much pain. I Man, he told streams, me to keep going. Streams of sap just shoot out of his eyes into your mouth. It I, tastes pretty good. Good. I stop and I go, do you want me to keep going? He's just screaming. So much pain. I just keep going. 
So you keep going. It's for his own good. I yeah. mean, yeah, it hurts a lot, but he can finally know peace. So you uh you finish the ring, right? You take out the mo- the outermost ring. Nice. What do you do with it? I'll probably take it home with me. I mean, what a strange yeah occasion. And and we get world peace. I just I forgot what I fucking wished for. Yeah. So you look down. Dang. You look down at the stump removed of its two outermost rings. Yeah. You see sap just pouring out the side. You make sure to collect as much of it as you can. I say to him. I think I sit with him in his final moments. I mean, he uh, he's been alone for so long, and I think he deserves someone to be by his side while he passes. You passes see, on to the next plane. You see the the color of his eyes start to fade, and he says, "Pat, thank you." I touch the side of him and I say, "You were a good tree." He says, "Pat, tell me a story." <laughs> Excuse me. He says, tell me a story. Do you want a, like a real story that happened or like a... He goes, tell me your best day. I don't know. Okay, I, I, I can't give you a specific date, but I can tell you what I think a perfect day would be. What's the best day you've ever had? You think about that night you met Clarissa. Oh, right. oh, right, of course. Yeah, the, the night I met my bride, I forgot. I forgot about her, man. She's gonna be so weirded out when I tell her the story. So you tell him the story of how the two of you met, and you fell in love right away, and how it was just a whirlwind romance, unlike anything you'd ever encountered. Yeah. You regale him with the first time the two of you made love. I, I tell him that. Yeah. What was the first time we did? Uh, that night, you got back to your place and just pure carnal passion. Wow. Animalistic. Mm. All intuition. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, uh, yeah, okay. Just living on a fucking razor's edge. Wow. Really pushing it to the limit. You can tell that he likes the story. Yeah. You can see his eyes, once again, slowly start to close. And he goes, Pat, thank you for everything. Yeah. I'll You're never welcome. forget you. Okay. And then he looks up at you and says, best of luck. What? And then his features disappear from the stump. Okay. What do you do? I get the fuck out of there, man. Yeah. It's a, it's your house. I go home. I walk back inside. Yeah. And I lie down. So you walk back inside. I probably check like CNN. Yeah. You turn on CNN it's uh, Anderson Cooper. He's hosting a documentary series right now on CNN. It's all about uh, an AM radio DJ who first said fuck on the AM radio. Okay. And how he was like ostracized by the radio community. <laughs> What's his name? His name was JJ McWillers. JJ McWillers? Yeah. Was that his real name? Yep. God given name. First name, J-A-Y, middle name, J, period. Mick Willers. So his name was J, the letter J. J-A-Y, J, Mick Willers. Okay. Yeah. That is an unfortunate name. Uh, what's this guy like? What's so he, he was just the first guy to say fuck on the AM waves because <laughs> he was like, look, man, th- these are paid for by the people, like free speech. 
and uh, he got into some shit about it. He got the shit kicked out of him in his hometown. By who? It's a fucking a group of guys who didn't like his potty mouth. Hold on. So it's a group of guys who hate coarse language, but have no problem hurting someone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They were called the Clean Talk Crew. Oh! If you were living in Milton, Pennsylvania at the time, and you're walking around and they heard you curse, they would beat the fuck the out of you. The clean, what are they called? The clean talk crew. The clean talk crew. Yeah. They had the whitest teeth in town. That's how clean they kept their talking. And if they heard you cursing, they would beat you to within an inch of your life, man. How many people were in the crew? Six. What are their names? <laughs> there was uh, Wally uh, Skin. Well, he's getting, uh, he, he was like the head man. He was the first one. Like he had a quick, pretty quick trigger. There was, uh, Wait, what do you mean? Quick trigger. He was like, if he, if he thought you cursed, he's cracking his knuckles. Like right. he was, he was the first one swinging all the time. Okay. There was, uh, Terrence Fontaine. Terrence Fontaine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, <laughs> he came to Milton by the way of the bayou. <laughs> Join the clean talk crew. Yeah, he kept a <laughs> he kept like a Bowie knife on him all the time. That fucking sucks so bad. There was uh, there was uh, Michael Gilmore. Yeah, he was the he was probably the goody two shoes of all of them. He was he was the one who like sponsored a lot of their uh, like lunches out and stuff. So like his family would pay for a lot of that because they just wanted him to have friends. There was uh, okay. there was uh, Milton. Thomason. What's his deal? Uh, he was the cousin of the rich kid. So he kind of got to tag along. There was uh, Jennifer Scottsdale. Jennifer Scottsdale. Yeah. They felt like they had to have a girl in the group because they weren't going to hit women. Oh, and Jennifer okay. Scottsdale, she'd fucking hit dudes too, man. She did not give a fuck. She was fearless. One wow. time she... Uh, she found a snake on the ground and made it bite her forearm because she thought it looked cool. <laughs> and then lastly, there was there was Alistair Philbin. Alistair Philman. Yep. So they are the Clean Talk crew. That is one of the worst things I've ever heard. The idea that a town lives in fear of public cursing yeah. because of these guys. So JJ McWillers kick your ass or, or yeah JJ McWillers like I mean they they fucking killed him you know what I mean they they killed him yeah and so Anderson Cooper's doing a piece on that and uh, they cut in and they go ladies and gentlemen we hate to interrupt this groundbreaking documentary on JJ McWillers the first man to say fuck on the AM radio uh, but there's astounding world news from all over the globe. You see that nations that have been at war forever are making peace. Nice. You see that uh, factions are being aligned and, and people are, are coming together and they're crossing the aisle and they're crossing the borders and they're, they're making friends out of enemies. And for the first time in a long time, everybody feels hope. You know what I mean? Everybody feels like, hey... We think we've got this thing pointed in the right direction. For about eight weeks, it's like 
the most hopeful the world has ever been. Wow. There's a plan in place to cut greenhouse gases. There's a, you know, there's a, a plan in place to, you know, fix the healthcare system and education and to provide a living wage for everybody. And, and somehow like still, you know, dangle the carrot for people to try to work hard, you know, then yeah. the, there, there's just a perfect balance that's been stricken and everything is smooth sailing. And then humanity takes over. What? Humanity takes over. Uh, the core root of the problems in society, greed. The greedy come out of the woodwork, find ways to exploit the system, and slowly take it over. Within 10 years, uh, everybody on the planet is is pretty much owned by one of three corporations. Oh, no. And uh, they all have, like, you know, work camps, and and uh, you're just really a slave to the system. And What? Yeah, you and pretty much everybody that you know is, is put into, like, manual labor camps ah damn spend it the next 60 years just kind of like picking at rocks and working in like a hot factory just you know grinding away day after day for nothing they separate you from everybody you know they uh they uh they cut out your vocal cords so you can't really communicate you're just you're just meat you know and then one day your body just gives out your body gives out in the yard you land on your pickaxe right through your throat Oh. You bleed out. They take your body. They strip you down nude in the yard. They throw you into the the Chum Maker twelve eighty. What? Yeah, it's um, it's a new product from one of the corporations that's still left around. What are the corporations that are left? There's Sukiyaki Industries. Oh no, the Lanolax Corporation, and then a third corporation where it's not really a name. It's just like a sign. Just looks angry. What? Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. It's just like a series of lines, but it just looks angry. A series of lines? Yeah. What's it called? They don't really have a name. So they made a machine where it basically turns like any body into like uh, just like food, low grade food oh, that God. they feed to the masses. So your body uh, gets fucking ground up and eaten by the people who you work side by side with. You clean the slate for the bad people to take over, Pat. You fucked up. That's so bleak. How do you <laughs> say like, that? How do you say all that? You fucked up. You fucking thought everything would be okay, but people are inherently evil and they ruined it. What is the third corporation? I, I don't know. They don't really have an... You, you can't speak. God you can't damn speak it. their name. You just know... You look at that fucking... You look at that fucking logo on that, that chum machine, the 1280, brand new model. Yeah. About 40 Good. extra horsepower from last year's model. <laughs> what yeah they, they're they making improvements on it year to year it can chum a body in 3.8 seconds flat in, right before you, the blood left your body you looked up at the logo of the chum machine and you never thought you knew the, what the phrase was but it was on the tip of your tongue and then it looked angry at you and you fucking died <laughs> you caused the world to fucking fall into the, the powerful hands of the of the greedy people we had, I mean, but it took 10 years at least. We had 10 good years. No, you, I mean, no, you didn't. What? It was pretty hard. You spent a long, you spent a long time in that camp, man. I know, but didn't you say it took 10 years for, for that to, to Oh, no, no. You were like weeks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. Fuck. It, was, it was a pretty quick decline. Things were good for a while. You know, there's a lot of hope and then it all just fell apart. Once people realized they could exploit the system and they took advantage of everybody on earth. You fucked up. Nonetheless, I, I think the world is worth saving. Well, you didn't do it.